Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the use of identity and access management to improve multi-channel customer engagement. It's my privilege to be speaking with David Gormley, Director with CA Technologies. David, thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, Tom. Nice to be here. To start out with, could you tell us just a bit about yourself and your role at CA Technologies, please? Sure. I've been in the technology space for about 20 years, worked in industry uh, as a consultant, uh, worked at an analyst firm, and then at both hardware and software vendors uh, over those years. I'm currently, uh, as you said, a director in the security group at CA, where we provide solutions on identity, access, and API management. In that role, I get to talk to a range of customers and prospects uh, and analysts, as well as other vendors, about identity-related security, and it's a pretty hot topic right now, and, and recently, we've actually been seeing a lot more interest in customer-facing identity and access management use cases. Well, David, that's a great intro. Now, I wonder if you could help me out here. What do you see as some of the market conditions that are really driving organizations to, as we said up top, to use IAM to improve this customer engagement across multiple channels? Yeah, I think there's a whole set of market conditions or trends that are kind of playing into this. You know, at the high level, it's, a, it's really a, a simple reaction to the increased quantity and type of digital interactions that companies are having with their customers. One example I like to use is banks. You know, in the past, right, 90% of their interaction was with customers who walked into the bank. And so, you know, in that space, online banking has really taken off. And so the majority of interactions are online. And then mobile applications have been introduced and are quickly rising up with regard to the volume of activities that banking customers, uh, you know, do on, on their mobile apps. And so it's just changed the amount that, that companies interact with their customers digitally the variety of applications, uh, whether they be web-based or mobile or web services that they provide, uh, has really expanded. So I think that's what's driven the, the larger trend. There are a couple of business and security-specific, you know, trends that I think have played into this. And one is just how quick customers have embraced, you know, these new forms of digital interaction. You know, I see market surveys all the time in different industries about how many people are doing self-service activities and doing different things online instead of calling the company directly or mailing or doing any of the, you know, older, more traditional interaction formats. And so I think that's sort of the business perspective is both that customers want more of this digital interaction and also that a lot of these interactions for the company when they're done digitally are a lower cost model. So it's kind of a win-win for the business and their customers. And then from a security perspective, uh, the big push for IAM um, or some of this is, you know, the threats and the breaches that you hear about. So we've all heard about, you know, the recent one with Target, but there's been, I think, over four or 500 million passwords that have been stolen just in the last year or two. So there's definitely a heightened awareness from the company perspective as well as from the you know, individual users about identity theft and breaches. Well, David, with anything that moves that fast, that dramatically, there have got to be challenges. So what do you see as some of the unique challenges that organizations face, including security, when they go down this path? Sure. One of the biggest one might be balance. 
So when we talk about companies uh, leveraging IAM to improve customer engagement and provide security, you know, it's those two, and they, they at times are in conflict, you know, especially in the past. If you wanted to apply additional security, typically it meant inconveniencing your customers by making them sign in multiple times or do additional steps, etc. And so I think the the biggest overarching challenge is finding that balance between user convenience and security. And when we talk about customer-facing applications, especially in a competitive uh, environment where you could be winning and losing customers based on how innovative your services are or how easy they are to use, there's a lot of pressure from the business side to, you know, to make things seamless, to make them, you know, to have the best experience possible for their customers. But then at the same time, the business knows the risk to their brand and even their revenue if there is a breach. And obviously the security side of the house knows all of the different threats that are out there. So, you know, there is a need when you're doing more and more of these remote digital interactions with your customers and it starts to include more sensitive information or transactions that you need to provide security as well. So uh, I think that's the real challenge is finding that balance. You know, I guess one other one that we hear a lot about is companies struggling to keep up with the volume and velocity uh, that's going on here. So when we say that this space is taking off, what it means to a lot of IT departments is that the business has demands for a much higher volume of applications, whether they're web apps or portals or native mobile apps or web services to embed in partner sites. There's a lot more requests there, and it's difficult for them to, you know, provide the security, uh, or it's definitely difficult if they're doing it on a one-off basis on each in each application. And so there's a real challenge there to try and set up a sort of a coordinated or standardized system so that they can easily, they can focus on the business aspects of the application and then just latch on the appropriate security when necessary. Well, David, sticking with this theme of security, how do you find that some of CA Technologies' customers are tackling these very specific challenges we've talked about? Well, a lot of it has to do with where they're starting from. So, uh, you know, I guess we do, we work with a lot of large organizations, and they, you know, they may already have a strong identity and access management system in place for employees, but they may be, you know, just sort of creating, you know, a new customer portal or adding a lot of functionality uh, to what they're going to provide their customers online. And when that's the case, sometimes they look at this and they say, hey, do, you know, do we want all our identities in one directory, you know, both employees and customers, or do we want to keep them separate? You know, one of the other options is where do we want to provide this functionality from? And so, again, the traditional IAM for employees, you know, was done on-premise for the most part. Now, you know, CA and other companies offer cloud-based identity and access management services. And so sometimes when you're looking at the scale of customers, right, you may only have 10,000 employees, but you may have 500,000 or or a million customers uh, or customers and prospects whose identities you would want to track. And so when you start thinking about scale, sometimes there's advantages to doing that in a cloud-based system. So, yeah. You know, I guess uh, it really varies on where people are starting from. If it's a smaller company or somebody who has, doesn't have an established suite of IAM products, they may start with some things like authentication or single sign-on. So, you know, start at the beginning of the relationship. They may start with social sign-on. 
So this is even before it's a customer. When it's just a prospect and you want to make it as easy as possible for somebody to register or give you some information about themselves, you may want to allow social sign-on to get that relationship started. And then as they become a customer, uh, like I say, it would be logical to get your, your different modes of authentication and single sign-on in place to make that a secure and a convenient experience for your customers. So we talked about social sign-on, and you mentioned the cloud-based services. David, what are some of the strategies and solutions that CA Technology is really bringing to bear for its customers? Well, we kind of look at this across a variety of different use cases, and so I did mention a few of those. So at the front end of the spectrum, it's almost more of a marketing activity, but you are looking to bring in identity information. You know, we see a bunch of companies on the social side who have made efforts to to improve their presence on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. And they may have hundreds of thousands or millions of friends, et cetera, but they don't have access to those identities for marketing campaigns or to convert them into customers. And so social sign-on is a way to do that. And so that's sort of at the front end of the funnel. But as you move through the customer relationship, and, you know, we had an automotive company that we did some strategy discussions with and who have applied a variety of different pieces of the solution, and, and they started at that front end because they were trying to get more people into the funnel, you know, that prospect funnel. But then as they developed a relationship with them, you know, they put in place uh, different forms of authentication. They put in place single sign-on, not only across a whole set of applications that they provided, but they also linked out to, you know, insurance companies or out to movie companies that were doing, you know, movies that included their cars, out to review sites. Uh, Etc. So they moved from single sign-on just on their applications to federating out to partner domains. So again, for the customer, the experience was seamless. They also got into, you know, when they started to look at mobile applications to allow people, customers to sign up for services or to get deals on accessories, etc., you know, the way they built those mobile apps was through API-based web services. And so that's another area that when you start to get into uh, creating these applications, whether they're web, mobile, or cloud, you know, API web services is the main way that, that companies are doing that moving forward. And in that situation, you need good security and management there, too. So I guess we're dealing with people who are trying to tackle several of those issues at once, and then we are dealing with some who just start with one piece of it and then grow it from there. Well, it's great to look at it from the solution side. Now, if you take a step back and you look at some of your mature engagements here, what do you see as some of the tangible business benefits that organizations are seeing from deploying your solutions? Well, I think it goes back to that high-level comment that we made. You know, customer engagement is one of them. And so, you know, the example I gave with the car company, so the amount of people, you know, you've got this social activity going on, but the amount of people that actually click over and register with you, you know, the experience they had was, you know, in the past, they put up this big registration form, which would take, you know, 10 minutes to fill out. And when you've got a prospect who's just interested in seeing the latest video of the car or the preview of a new model or something like that, they really didn't, they weren't getting good uh, adoption there. They weren't getting a lot of people that were going through the sign-up process. And what it left them with was friends out there, but not a way to contact them. So one area way at the front end is, you know, just a quicker registration or a higher adoption rate or a pull-through rate, um, which includes 
identity information so that then they could market to them. So that's at the front end of the funnel. At the other side, or in the middle of the process, I guess, uh, when I was talking about single sign-on across applications, you know, companies measure how many people go to the partner sites. You know, when they set up their portal and they say, you know, hey, we're providing you this car, but if you want related insurance or if you want these add-on products, et cetera, and they've got links there to partners, um, again, it's pretty easy for them to track how many people are going through and what what business is being conducted, you know, through those partner relationships. And if you have single sign-on there, uh, it's a much smoother experience. And so, again, they are documenting, uh, you know, improved adoption rate or hit rates on, you know, some of their partner activities. And all that feeds back to uh, to revenue. In the example I was talking about, again, with the uh, the cars, the one of their big things was they saw a high success rate if they had more test drives. And so they had, you know, local marketing companies doing these events. And, again, they provided single sign-on and made it seamless for customers based on their geographic area to sign up for things. And they got a higher level of test drives, which then they correlated into a higher level of, of vehicle sales. Again, it depends on the industry you're in, but, you know, in the financial services side, we've seen higher adoption of new services that the uh, banks or investment companies make available, you know, when it is a good user experience um, and when you make it simple for them. It's kind of an overarching rule that simplicity wins. I guess one, one other area that I would mention is the accelerated delivery of applications. You know, what we're talking about here is kind of a standardized way of providing identity and access security across different application types. And what we've done is compiled a set of functionality that includes, it allows you to apply, simply create and apply security policies to web applications, mobile applications, API-based web services, you know, that spectrum of interaction methods. And you can use common policies across them. And it's pretty easy to you know, like I say, latch them onto new services or applications that you create. And so under this pressure of getting new innovative functionality out there quickly in these competitive customer situations, uh, you know, we're seeing companies have an accelerated delivery time, faster time to market, which, again, correlates into, uh, you know, a better reputation as well as to uh, revenue if you're kind of leading the way. Well, David, that's excellent. I just got a final question for you. If you were to boil it down, given everything we've talked about in terms of this campaign to use identity and access management to improve the customer engagement, where do you see that organizations might find some of those early quick wins? Yeah, I mentioned, you know, we do do a lot of work with large companies. And one thing we found when we go in and kind of do a little bit of a audit or an assessment of what they're doing is many times in the rush to get things online, companies don't even realize how many websites and portals and, you know, different areas have been set up online that customers and prospects and partners use. And, you know, during that, uh, I don't know if I should call it a gold rush, but, you know, during the last 10 years where everyone wanted to put things online and customers were engaging that way, there were a lot of side projects and there's a lot of silos out there. And so I'd say one of the quick wins is to uh, do an assessment of that and get your you know, get your authentication, get your single sign-on or web access management space kind of cleaned up so that, you know, again, when any one of these people was creating the portal or the site they were working on, they didn't envision the deeper customer 
digital customer relationships that have developed now where a customer wants and needs to cross from application to application or portal to portal. And you'd be surprised how it just, you know, it kind of happens in the background, but when you go back and look at the customer experience, it's uncomfortable for them to go to one to the other if it's not set up and organized so that there's coordinated authentication and single sign-on. And as I mentioned before, there's statistics on people moving to different vendors based on, you know, how convenient the online experience is, uh, especially with the uh, younger generation, you know, the consumerization of IT. People want and know what a good interface is and what a convenient experience is, and they expect that from their vendors. So I'd say a good place to start would be, you know, at that front end with authentication, with single sign-on. Uh, there's some ways to do authentication that aren't a hassle to users. So there's risk-based authentication where you check factors in the background. You don't ask the customer to take additional steps. And so I think that would be a great place to start to uh, to improve the customer situation or the customer experience as well as to provide, you know, better security for the organization. Well, David, that's great insight. I appreciate your time and your thoughts today. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Tom. The topic has been identity and access management, using it to improve the multi-channel customer engagement. I've been speaking with David Gormley, director with CA Technologies. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.